0: My um, friend Kendall, her mom had this cheese dip recipe called Jesus, and she'd always make it for us. Jesus, at like, like, like cheese cheese, yeah, like <laughs> like the Messiah of all cheese dips. Welcome to the South, people. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Welcome to Drop the Disc. Happy Father's Day, everybody, and thank you for taking the time to tune into this episode of the Drop the Disc podcast. Today, we talk to somewhat of a food artist, Becca Ledford. She's a co-founder of the Salt and Savannah Charcuterie Company and is currently running the business while also working as a practicing nurse and going to school. So how did she start and grow a business during the pandemic?
0: I'm so glad I have great people here to dumb all this down for me. (laughs) Because I was like, if you're like dying on the side of the road, I can help you. But if you're like, (laughs) what's a 401k? How do I do my taxes? And be like, good luck.
1: And how did she learn enough about food to create her own specialty menu items?
0: A lot of reading and a lot of eating.
1: <laughs> and what role does she think being in Augusta has played in growing and supporting Salt and Savannah?
0: I don't think that we have we would have been doing this well at this point in time if we were in a different city, honestly. So a lot of it is because of everyone here in Augusta just being so awesome.
1: Once again, welcome and thank you for tuning in to this episode of the Drop the Disc Podcast recorded right here at Augusta Podcast Studio. Today is, of course, Father's Day, so thank you for taking the time, uh, whether it is Father's Day that you're listening or later on. Thank you to all the dads out there. Shout out to my dad, Dennis Bash, and Chris's dad, Mr. Mark Naples. And thank you to everybody that came out to the Augusta Rocks concert. Uh, it was fantastic. It was a great time. And we were able to raise a decent amount of money for charity as well. We're tallying up those numbers now, and we'll let you know what they look like. But uh, on the topic of that concert, we want to say a special thank you to our presenting sponsor, Nancy Powell. Nancy Powell took the time to be there, uh, stand on stage, kind of give her own personal testimony to being involved in donating in charity. Uh, She is always a fantastic person to be around Uh, whether it's supporting events, supporting this show, being active in the community, or of course being a great real estate agent and broker. Uh, We would highly encourage you guys, uh, this is actually a very advantageous time because the voting is going on right now for Metro's Best and Nancy is up for Best Real Estate Agent and Best Broker. We would highly encourage you, go ahead and give her a vote if you haven't voted already. And if you are in need of real estate help, advice, assistance for buying, selling, whatever it is you're looking to do, contact Nancy Powell at 706-717-1281 or shoot her an email at nancypowell1977 at gmail.com and find her all over the social medias at Downtown Augusta Broker.
2: Hey guys, I'm Chris. Hey guys, I'm David. And uh, we are dropping this podcast. You know, last week we had Garnett Johnson on, right? And uh, I've had a couple DMs on Instagram about been him already. I've
1: those. Isn't that cool? And uh, Mr. Johnson, a lot of people want you to run for mayor. If he runs now, do we take all the credit?
2: Yes. Yes, the answer is 100%. Yes. Um, but uh, I'm glad y'all loved that episode. We loved it just as much as you did uh, being here in the studio. Speaking of that, we have today...
0: Hi, guys. My name's Becca, and I run Salt and Savannah.
2: What is, what is Salt and Savannah?
0: Well, it's kind of a hodgepodge of things now, but it started as a charcuterie board business. Uh, my friend and I started it in the fall last year during COVID, just trying to get out of the hospital, relieve some stress. Um, and then it just kind of blossomed into like a food blog and just meeting with people in the community and getting more active in the community too so
1: and you mentioned hospital there's a couple other things you do real quick just take us through that
0: so I'm a nurse in an ICU at Augusta University and I've also been travel nursing and I'm getting my DNP so I can be a nurse practitioner because I just clearly like to pile my plate really full (laughs)
1: literally yeah I pointed at the plate of cheese in front of us. Nobody listening saw that, but it, it, we all saw it. They'll, they'll hear it. <laughs> they'll <throughout, laughs> hear the episode. ASMR. We are. If you get some ASMR
2: sounds, it is because David and I are chowing down on our, on our lunch. That's
1: a strawberry. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So let's let's move right into this. We're going to try our best. We may take a couple breaks to talk about how good the food is that we're eating right now. Sweet. Um, Becca, did you grow up in Augusta?
0: I did not. I actually grew up in Marietta, Georgia. Uh, Went to school at Georgia Southern and then I applied to the nursing program here about five years ago was when I started. And then I got a job and didn't leave. And I really like it here.
1: Very interesting. Mm -hmm. So when you were growing up, you were always kind of medical. You always, is that kind of what you knew you wanted to do?
0: For the most part, uh, my mom was a nurse practitioner. And then growing up, my stepfather, he brought me up. He um, got brain cancer. And so we were in and out of the hospital a lot. And I really had a good experience with all the nurses that we interacted with and they did a good job with just taking care of us as a family too. So I was like, I want to do that. And um, so that's what I went into. But I also ate a lot as a child and my grandparents were all about cooking and like sharing like memories and doing family stuff over food. So that was another inspiration for Salt and Savannah.
1: Okay. And you mentioned you formed Salt and Savannah last year. Yes. It was kind of like it was COVID, you know, Mm -hmm. there wasn't a ton going on. But before all of that, taking it all back, you mentioned your family. What's your background with with food? Because like we're looking at this plate right now and it's very artful, very tasteful, very full of food. And the reason I'm bringing those things up is because like I wouldn't think that you had been in business less than a year.
0: Oh, thank you. (laughs) So like how
1: like how has that experience been for you in your life? Like when was when were you introduced to food in this way?
0: Well, I feel like, honestly, growing up, we didn't eat at, like, a lot of fancy places. Like, I didn't really know what charcuterie was until, like, probably college, and I didn't know that much. I was just like, oh, Lunchables, whatever. Lunchables. (laughs) Pretty much. Um, But we had a lot of, like, Southern cooking on both sides of my family. I mean, we grew up eating just, like, traditional meals at my grandparents, and then my mom would make, like, really good spaghetti. Um, really good meatloaf. I don't know why I'm a huge meatloaf gal. Love meatloaf. <laughs>
1: that is very niche, right there. Yeah, and we'd always like
0: get together and grill out outside, and it was just like a bonding experience. And I feel like through college is when I started getting into like trying nicer things and going to nicer restaurants and stuff like that. And I was like, man, like I wish I could make this In at Statesboro. Home. Well, I, before, <laughs> not before here, once I got like to Augusta or okay. when I would go home. Yeah, I, you know, just like, going to I would love Dings a McGee's. nice restaurant recommendation in Statesboro. <laughs> I would love that. <laughs> Just wings and beer, that's all you can get. Right. <laughs> no, but. Um, the Buffalo wild wings is on exactly. point. Exactly. <laughs> Lots of sauces, hella sauce. <laughs> no, but going home, uh, my mom, she's adventurous with food too. So she would get out and try things with me. And I would try to like replicate stuff at home or like watching Chopped was like the best. And I'd be like, well, what can I make in my pantry? <laughs> stuff like that. Um, I never thought it would accumulate to something like this. So.
1: And when you started this, What was it that you wanted to be doing? Because it was August of last... August?
0: Yeah. August, September, around that time. Mm -hmm.
1: And there weren't any weddings going on. Mm -hmm. Obviously, weddings are the easy answer for this. But like, was it a situation where you're like, you know, I just want to make some extra money. Let's go do some weddings. Like, I'm bored. Let's make a bunch (sighs) of cheese plates at home. Oh, people like... Like, what was the kind of like growth story of that?
0: Well... I guess during the beginning of COVID, um, I had some neighbors that I also worked with. So right. I was like, I'll hang around those people because I'm already breathing on them at work, whatever. <laughs> so I, I would walk my dog to their house and we would make food together and make cocktails together. And that was a blast. And then we had some showers with work people over the summer and I made charcuterie boards for that, just threw it together. And they're like, this you is don't really great. You have to great. get a gift if you bring the cheese. Uh, I wish it worked that yeah. way. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> a double gift. Um but uh so people are like you should like sell these like you should market this and i was like i don't even know how to do that like i've never done anything businessy or marketing in my entire life it's always just been like do nursing stuff like yeah. all that like so i was like i don't really know like as far as like health standards and like where to get products and all that stuff i was like this seems like a lot and then we we're like well we're not doing anything else there's a pandemic so let's figure it out and and we did so <laughs>
1: So people told you to sell them and you're working at this point. How much in the hospital?
0: 36 to full time. Yeah. Full time.
1: And had you started school back yet by that point?
0: Uh, I did. I started in August. So, so you started was, school back. You're, mm-hmm. you're a full
1: full time student? Part time. Part time student. So thank God. Six, <laughs> out, six hours a week type thing, which mm-hmm. is really like 15 hours a week yeah. when you're in grad school. Uh, pro tip. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> yeah. For real <laughs> it is. <laughs> it's false promises. Um. <laughs> where did you find time for this? I mean, were you, were you like, you get home from work, then you do your homework and then it's like 11 PM and then it's like time to make cheese boards. Like where, how did you build this into your life?
0: Well, my former partner and I set time aside like each week to like make content or to fill, fill orders and stuff like that. So that was nice. And since I'm part-time, like honestly, the first couple semesters of the DMP program isn't terrible like it was very manageable i think i had two classes my first semester so i could do all of my schoolwork in like one day for like a week and a half so
1: very cool it was manageable yeah.
0: and i think it's starting to pick up now but yeah. then it was like easy to get started yeah i think if it was any other time it would have been kind of a failed um, mm-hmm. attempt
1: and you mentioned a business partner mm-hmm. uh can can you talk to us about that
0: yeah, so you my- You don't have to
1: tell us anything unpleasant. I mean,
0: there's nothing unpleasant. Love that. Yeah, I do too. <laughs> I hate if get anxious if like somebody's unhappy. I'm like a people pleaser. So, um, no, my really good friend, Kristen, she worked at the hospital with me too. And she mm-hmm. um, lived down the street um, with those other friends uh, that I spent time with over the summer. Um, she would help me with like stuff for like that shower and we would drink a lot together and eat a lot together. <laughs> mostly drank because we were depressed because of COVID. Thank you. (laughs) but
2: um, You're not alone.
0: Yeah, (laughs) right. So um, we worked a lot together. And it was, I mean, it really did get hard when things started opening up more and we were having to turn more things over. And when I did a travel contract, it was like all over the place. And we really took off like a lot faster than I thought we were going to. I thought we were going to be a pretty small operation for a while. And we had a really good response, which was mostly from hospital people at first. It traveled fast. Um And then it just got to be like a lot for both of us. And we were going to restructure to do kind of like what I'm doing now with like more blog kind of cooking type stuff and just doing like big events or classes just so it's more manageable time wise. But I think it was just like a lot and she had stuff going on, too. So she just wanted to back off. But she always um, offers to help out and stuff if I'm overwhelmed. So.
1: So were you like 50-50 partners? Is that how we that were?
0: Worked? Yeah. Mm hmm.
1: That must be hard losing that.
0: It is. And it was kind of fun, too, because it was, like, girls' time. Whenever we got to, like, right. do stuff, we would just, like, fold salami and be like, oh, my God, did you hear about this? Like, <laughs> oh, did you watch this show? Oh, my God, this TikTok. And we were just, like, it would just fly by, like, having a partner. So right. Mm-hmm.
2: Very cool. I'm curious. When you were in college. Oh in Southern, originally. Very scared yes. originally. for this question. Southern.
1: Mm. did you have
2: <laughs> did you have the same no further question <laughs> yeah did, did you have any same creativity back then i mean did you have another outlet that you wanted to do or was it just school and end goal get a job
0: i i mean i even at southern like the beginning of college i still kind of experimented with food a little bit um i like to bake a lot and i feel like that was easy and kind of cheap to do in college my um Friend Kendall, her mom had this cheese dip recipe called Jesus, and she'd always make it for us. at Cheezus, like, like sorry, cheese, yeah, yeah. yeah, like <laughs> like the Messiah of all cheese dips. Welcome to the South, people. <laughs> <laughs> So she would always make that for us and she gave me the recipe. So I'd make that before like pre-games or birthday parties or whatever. And people were like, oh, you're such a good cook. I was like, yeah, 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 I'm just kidding. But (laughs) stuff like that. Then I was like, well, I want to try to do this since this turned out good. And so it wasn't as full force as it is now, but I've always liked to dabble around with food.
1: That's awesome. Mm -hmm. Were you making charcuterie boards for college parties? Blink no. once for yes, blink twice. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I feel like Southern doesn't have time to eat charcuterie. That's no. what I'm curious about. I'm picturing Georgia I did Southern, make I'm
0: like, fried chicken once for like Ooh. a pregame. I'm not sure why I did that, but I mean, that was not a bad decision I mean, at all. I mean, that was not delicious. a bad decision. <laughs> no, exactly. no. I'm sure
2: most people ate it before they went to
1: bed. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah, yeah. yeah. That's it was that and like cold,
0: hungry Howie's. That was <laughs> the suicide crust.
1: Oh, uh, yes. The, uh, the the food kitchen of the Southeast Statesboro, Georgia. (laughs) The pinnacle of (laughs) cuisine. (laughs) Um, We'll be right back with more with Becca Ledford at Augusta Podcast Studio. But first, here's a quick message from our friends at Savannah River Brewery.
2: You know, I think I'm about to hop on over to uh, Savannah River Brewing Company for a nice beer. Dungeons and flagons. that's on tap right now. That is a double IPA, and I'm about to enjoy one, maybe two. I uh, can't say no to their flagship beers. They're always, always on point. Um, and I might, I might play some Jenga, giant Jenga, or sit out on the back porch and enjoy this weather. Check them out, Savannah River Brewing Company. We love your beer because you love Augusta.
1: You've been interested in food, and you've been mm-hmm. making these cheese boards with your friends, and for these for these showers that are happening during COVID. And it's it's August, September, and you start like hey, people keep telling me to sell it. I'm going to sell it, right? Um, what was your first sale?
0: Gosh, I'm trying to it's think. probably a
1: good thing that it's hard to think of it.
0: It is hard to think of it. We ha- Well, hmm. <clears throat> I think we brought some stuff to the hospital at first to kind of test it out. And one of our, I think there was two of our first sales that I remember. It was like the same week. Our friends at Crosby Roofing, They um, had a huge order placed with us. They do like weekly family dinners on Fridays and stuff. So they had us do that. And we did like little croissant sandwiches with it. So they were in order. And then our friend Carson... Um, her and her husband ordered a date night board when we did that and they like posted little pictures of it and we're so excited. I was like, Oh my God, somebody posted a photo of it. And she's <laughs> like, well, yeah, you're my friend. I was like, Oh, but I'm still like, I'm going to cry.
1: <laughs> yeah. It's a big deal.
0: Yeah, <laughs> But yeah, those were like our first two like real sales. I think
1: those are the first two real sales. And mm-hmm. then how quickly did it take off or, or was it kind of like a slow burn?
0: It was pretty fast. I think like the first week was a little bit stagnant. And then when we hit Halloween, I mean, days we spent just getting halloween stuff together it was ridiculous we sat down for like i want to say 12 hours just making halloween boards and delivering them and having people pick them up and it was crazy so halloween really took it off then we did a wedding at um windsor manor Mm -hmm. somebody asked us to do it last second and we're like well we're not doing anything okay and that was i think early november and that is when everything just like kind of picked up and took off
2: so did you have okay one part of your business that I love is it's not a small char- charcuterie package. You do the it cones. It is not. You do the cones. <laughs> can, can you talk to us? Did the cones come in the business or was it sup- an idea that you had at the beginning? And
1: also, what are
2: those for yeah. those that don't know? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, so I'm, I'm guessing David's one of those. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Hand up. We had... Um, I bought these little bamboo cones in August um, and we were going to make like charcuterie filled cones. We didn't have a name or anything. And then I am sweet and sassy apron. The other girl that does charcuterie boxes and cooking in the area. I remember I ordered them. I got them in. And then somebody was like or Kristen and I were talking and it came up like on our for you page. And I was like, well, this is what exactly want to do. And I clicked on it. I was like man like she already did it like and she's in our area so i had to wait so long to like put it out and then we ended up using it for a shower um and we had our friend name it we did like a giveaway like if you came out with the best name with like the best votes um you would get like a bunch of cones or like a charcuterie board or whatever so we ended up landing on the chartini cone because the charcuterie was already taken. So That's smart, a
1: really, really smart. Name. Isn't that yes. smart? Chartini, <laughs> yeah. Yes. I was sitting here thinking I should have entered that, and then when you said the name that won, I was like, "There's not a chance I would have wanted that."
0: We <laughs> had one friend that kept commenting sharkonery like over charconery. and over, and I saw him the other day, and he was like, "I'm still mad you didn't pick that." I <laughs> was like, "Oh,
2: Charconery is charconery. lame, bro. Oh. That would be that would be hard to sell."
0: Shots fired. <laughs>
2: Hey, if they, if he, is it he or she? He. If he listens, shout out. Thanks yeah, for the support. Yeah, yeah, But yeah, that was lame, bro.
1: Yeah, try again. You, try lost. again. you lost. <laughs> you lost. But hey, listen, it took us three times to name this podcast. Yeah. So like, you know. It's
0: hard to pick names for stuff. Names it are hard. Is. Or it's already taken.
2: Chartini. Mm. Chartini, Can you baby. spell that?
0: C H. A R dash T I N I.
1: See, the other advantage it. is it's easier to spell than charcuterie. So yeah. if you're yes. putting it on stuff, you know Exactly. Don't have to think about so it as much. so
2: how much is a. Do you all do. Like, Y'all do parties for just the Shartini or can you buy just a Shartini? Tell us a little bit about that process.
0: So now we're doing like larger orders, events, and classes. So if you wanted to get cones, you would just have to- Classes? Yeah, Sorry, we'll get get into that. (laughs) We'll get into that. Yeah, so you can order cones, um, just like a five cone minimum. They are $10 a piece plus tax. If you're a healthcare, police officer, military teacher, whatever. Love that. Uh, yeah. Podcast you're drop the disc. Um, <laughs> just kidding. You get 10% off. So Damn. any order. So we did those. And then we've done classes making the cones. Um, oh. We started off at like AR Workshop in Evans. And it's so easy to make those like you just literally just stuff it with meat and cheese and just however you want to put it in there. Right. And then we had a couple classes at Second City Distilling down the street too. They, they were great. And they let us use a whole back room. And it was really nice because we had like a pretty mixed crowd. It wasn't just young people. It was like adult, like real adults. I mean, I'm an adult. Real but adults. Real adults that have it together.
1: What is a real adult? Someone that looks <laughs> older <laughs> than you. Like thirty five plus. Like,
0: like. 35 plus? I think 35 is the threshold <laughs> for a okay. real adult in my mind. I'm right.
2: five years away from
1: that. That sucks. <laughs> <laughs> but you're still a child or a I young am. adult. Right. I I yes, love you're that. a young a adult. adult.
0: <laughs> no, we had people come do that. And I was like, you know, this is your class. You can get as creative as you want. You could literally just eat. The snacks on a plate i mean you paid for this and they're like i mean okay one person just straight up just ate it and they're like sorry i was like, I mean that's my spirit animal do what you right want to do this that is your pers- class yeah. like, <laughs> but a lot of people i mean they learn how to like fold salami and stuff like that so, so classes mm-hmm.
1: when did they start what are they how often do you do them
0: they're a little bit sporadic
1: and why did they start so many questions
0: so i I got asked by a couple of people in like December and January, like, will you do classes? I was like, I don't know, I haven't really planned for that. And then AR Workshop reached out to us, and they were like, we would love to work with you and like have you do a class, and then somebody do a craft after or a project after. And I was like, oh my gosh, that sounds really fun. So we gave it a couple of test runs there, and they were super flexible with us, which was nice. So and how does
1: that work with AR Workshop? Was how did you how was that for you guys?
0: It was nice. the The only downside is that. That location is all the way in Evans, and I'm all the way downtown, so it was just a pain lugging stuff out there, but Mm -hmm. we had the biggest table, all the space. They were super helpful, and we just spread out, like, all the ingredients, like, separated and did a demonstration and showed people how to do it, and then they just came up and got what they wanted and went to work.
1: So, literally, it was just people seeing the plates and being like, wow, these are crazy. Like, how did you learn how to do this? You should teach people how to do this. Yeah. That's pretty cool. That's organic.
0: I it is. And I it's kind of weird cuz I feel like I'm not an expert. Like I feel like I'm good at it, but I'm not like Gordon Ramsay of charcuterie or anything like that. So, I whenever people are like, "Oh, can you teach me how to do that?" I'm like, "Are you sure?" I think I
1: think we just named the episode though. Yeah.
2: Um. <laughs> the, the
0: Gordon Ramsay of charcuterie. Love.
2: <laughs> Look, Becca, you made an incredible charcuterie board—huge, probably the size of this table—for the uh, Bobby Jones invitation. That was yes. okay. I'm so glad that uh, was during was. Masters yeah. Week, and that looked incredible.
0: That was probably one of my favorites because y'all I were say make not it.
1: Hearing about you guys at all to like absolutely being in love with your company. Oh my god! Thank and you. And probably like. How long did it take them to walk in? Like, five seconds? Like, that's how long it took. <laughs> it, it took y'all... I'm sure there's a lot of
2: prep before, but yes. it took yeah. y'all probably about 10, 15 minutes to lay it out before yeah. you mm-hmm. took that first picture. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it was incredible.
0: Thank you. Literally.
2: So whether or not you think you have the talent to do it or teach people... It's happening. You have the knack for it. Yeah. It's your Thanks, thing. Guys. It's a niche that you have that's incredible. Um, And so... Don't don't ever think for a second that you can't teach anybody how to do what you're already good at. You know? As I shove meat I like and cheese in my face. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm trying to talk so David can have a chance to I shove food in that. his mouth. <laughs>
1: I just wrapped a piece of cheese in a piece of meat and put it directly in my mouth. It's so, fantastic. Perfect. You, so you David, just
0: stuff that bacon jam in there with it. Just yeah, make it bacon a full burrito.
1: So Speaking of bacon Thank
2: jam, you. I wanted to bring this up. Just so y'all know, real quick, um, I've eaten about four slices of this. <laughs> what is this over here?
0: It's a tomato galette. It's basically like a tomato pie, but like a free-form pie, not in a pie dish.
2: Right. It's, it looked like a quiche before we cut into it. Yes. But it falls like it's kind of pizza, like pizza, with, like pizza yeah. without that Yeah crust underneath. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um and then over here on the charcuterie board, what do we have?
0: We have triple not cream a lot. brie. <laughs> <laughs> not, not
2: a lot left.
0: <laughs> triple cream brie. We have a blue, a goat cheese. So I was telling Chris earlier, last second I realized I didn't have the blue cheese I needed at my house. And I was like, oh crap, let me just instacart it. So the Instacart driver I had today was interesting. I was like, can you please get this one specific blue cheese? It's my favorite. I love Stilton. I feel like it's like a little bit stinky, really creamy, could go with a, a lot. A little bit stinky. Just like a smidge. But this guy, I mean, he did a good job. He picked out this one. It tastes great. Um, I'm not sure what it is, though. So it does I'm taste sorry. great. I'm yeah. actually
2: not a big blue cheese fan, but I do like that um, a lot. So we need yeah. to figure out what it is. But I'll have you to look also, at my receipt. You also brought homemade bacon jam. Yes. And so I, I'm curious, you know, if you made a mason jar of that, I'd buy it.
0: Oh, well, is don't that, tempt me. I might do that.
2: Is that a thing that you would be interested in doing? Pre-packaged stuff, storefront, online, purchase, um, pick up. Okay, I say, I say this. We had Hot Donuts on. Kara yes. Miller. Hout, uh, hot, <laughs> hot Donuts. Hot Donuts. Hot donuts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, Their stuff uh, is beautiful. Yeah. They, they're a online store. Mm-hmm. You purchase and pick up at a storefront. Yeah. So Ubora, Wona. Yeah. Um, other places that I can't think of because but those Field are the places too, right? I go. Oh, Field Botanicals. Field, yeah. They yes. just
1: did an event at the space with. Yeah. The oh
2: Zach. yeah, it was that? Yeah. So, would you ever think about doing a on, you know online store pickup to purchase at this location? Kind of, kind of forefront.
0: I think they. I mean, they did a really good job with nailing the like whole pickup schedule because when yeah. I was toying with the actual charcuterie boxes we used to do and having a website and a pickup schedule I was like I don't know how to like format this to where it makes sense like they're gonna order this but like I only have these days available so I just kind of yeah. nixed the whole thing and just went through like Instagram but I feel like it'd be easy to do that with like pre-packaged items like the bacon jam or other things but I haven't even thought about mass producing it I mean but, but I feel like it could be a really good seller. I'm
2: telling you right now I don't know how many people actually are influenced by us, (laughs) but this bacon jam is
1: incredible. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) I'm interested though, because going off of what Chris just said, you know, you started the business and it was really a hobby. You started the hobby. You started the hobby that makes you some money on the side and you really didn't have any background of expertise and you kind of just walked into it and you've been like, you added the classes because somebody said that you should, and you started doing weddings because it came up and then more people wanted it. Yeah. So have you had an opportunity to think about like where you want to take the business or like where you want to take Salt and Savannah?
0: I've kind of thought about a bunch of different things, but the thing that makes it hard is just where I'm going to end up when I'm done with graduate school. Yeah. Um, I don't know if I'm going to be here. I don't know if I'm going to be somewhere else. I don't know. Like if I would be able to manage salt and Savannah, a larger scale and be a nurse practitioner full time, mm-hmm. which kind of makes me upset. Cause I'm like, this is my baby. I don't want to have to dial back or give it up. Yeah. And, but I was like, it'd be so cool to have like another little local spot, like downtown, yeah. like just low key, like maybe a little live band. Like you can still do classes, a wine bar. Like that'd be so fun. Um, But I just don't know if I could swing it with everything that's going on. It'd be a big jump, but I'd probably have to wait several years to attempt that. But
1: For sure. Mm -hmm. That's still, I mean, just to think about, like, the fact that it went from just being a way to take up your spare time to now you're daydreaming about a storefront. I mean, that's a pretty big difference in not a lot of time.
0: Yeah. that's. I just, like, I think that'd be the coolest thing, especially in a town like Augusta. Everybody's very big on supporting, like, local businesses, which... That's another reason why we've done so well is everybody's, like, reached out to be supportive of us and us support others. And I don't think that we have we would have been doing this well at this point in time if we were in a different city, honestly. So, a lot of it is because of everyone here in Augusta just being so awesome. I've also thought about doing, like, maybe, like, a cookbook or, like, a tutorial book on, like, how to put it together. Mm. So... We'll see. Smart. And yeah. we've
1: got the legendary very Vera right here in Augusta serving as a beautiful inspiration.
0: I want to meet her. I want to be her. <laughs> <laughs> we can make that happen. Every time she we posts can't make something. You be her, but oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, we we can't. That might be a little hard, but every time right. she posts something, I'm like, oh my gosh, this looks so good. And if she likes it, I'm like, Frank. My boyfriend's name is Frank, and I harass him all the time. I was like, Oh my god, look, she liked my comment. And he's like, She probably likes everyone's. So I'm like, no, I'm different. Like, she she hasn't she liked,
2: liked our comments. She's not <laughs> she hasn't liked our posts.
1: so you're you're good
0: well i don't think she's like my post it makes you feel better
1: we'll be right back with more with becca ledford and a fun little tidbit that absolutely changed the way chris looks at cheese but first here's a message about our friends at the clubhouse Uh, if you have not heard of the clubhouse it's a really awesome organization Uh, they are on the third floor of the georgia cyber center which is right downtown And what they are is a co working space for startups, uh, companies that need extra space, uh, people that just need some, you know, a a nice space to go and and do work. And then a little bit more than that as well, they're a spot for networking events, they're a spot for business development. They have a really awesome series that they run called One Million Cups, where business owners get to go and talk about what they're doing in Augusta and around the world. Uh, We were lucky enough to present about what we are doing in Augusta with podcasting at One Million Cups. And we would really, really encourage you guys to check that out. We'll be sharing it on our social medias. And also check out the other great programs like the Coding Boot Camp that go on at the Clubhouse and the Cyber Center. Learn more information about that at theclubhouse.se. And you can check out their Startups program at makestartups.com.
2: So I you know I'm I'm curious you know we're in Augusta a lot of small businesses that come in 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 the same territory that you're coming from you know something on the whim going to start this people people support it a lot of people make a business sound like it's from Augusta Salt and Savannah sounds like it could be anywhere or Savannah, or Georgia. Savannah, specifically. Yeah. So I'm, yeah. I'm curious, as I'm sure a lot of listeners are here curious, where does that name come from? What we, inspired that name?
0: We actually get that question a lot, and it's was kind of an accident. I mean, Kristen came up with it, but we tried stuff with our initials, stuff with our names. S- other Augusta type names and what you know, are was, some
1: failed names that were like on the docket
0: but it was didn't like make it B and K boards and I was like people are gonna think we're like Burger King with like chicken fries or something <laughs> I don't know um, B K boards. I <laughs> was like Ugh. not that that wouldn't be delicious like chicken fries on a board I mean yeah. that would be great
2: fast food choc- drizzled in yeah. cheese
0: but if we would look stuff up or like a, m- think about applying for like an LLC if something would be taken or it just sounded weird yeah and she was like, you know, like maybe we can incorporate like Augusta in a different way. Like, what about the river, like Savannah River or mm. River Watch or whatever? And I was like, I, th- I think the Savannah River would be pretty, and it's a little different. And she was like, okay. And we work with salty foods, so Salt Savannah. And I was like, boom, done. Let's just get it done. The name <laughs> is the least of our worries. It's fine. And then ended up being really great. So I
2: think I think it does great, especially with you having a platform on social media. People see what's what it is when they click on it. And Salton's fan is great. I love it.
0: Thank you. You
1: guys are you guys are really like, or you, I guess, because you're running the show right now. Yeah. (laughs) You guys are very like twenty first century small business esque. Like you've kind of gotten like you've got the social media. Like it's super catchy. It's beautiful. I think all of that's really cool. Coming from somebody who has never studied business, unless I'm wrong.
0: No, not at all.
1: Where did you learn how to run the business? I mean, what? so what do you do for the business? And where did you learn how to do it?
0: A lot of Googling. Um, (laughs) uh, That's how it started. A lot of Googling, um, asking other business owners. There was a girl in um, Greenville, South Carolina. She has her own charcuterie company. And I asked her a couple of times, like, how do you do taxes? Like, how do you like prep all this stuff? Like things like that. And asking other people who, like, work in, like, the health department and stuff, like, what do I need to do to, like, get checked off to, like, be approved to do this? And, like,
1: like, do you make the food at your house? I can't. That's what I thought. So, like, I made this
0: one because it's just for us. But, like, if I'm selling something, (laughs) oh, my gosh, don't be a baby. (laughs) Um, If I'm selling, like, deli meats or cheeses, it has to be done in, like, a kitchen with, like, stainless steel sinks and, like, yeah, yeah, the works. Um, So we were working out of a kitchen in evans a while ago but there's been some issues with that just like family stuff going on so we're just like let's not like bother them and then chris and i separated and then i um started working at the space a little bit and i was talking to my friend's mom who works for like a place that can improve kitchens and just was like is this countertop okay like if it's in an open area is it okay and she was like it sounds like it is like you should just you know tidy up and get that checked off to be like approved and i was like that would be awesome so the space has been great and they've been letting me work out of there a good bit recently.
1: That's super cool. Yeah. And I I think it's, I think it's kind of important to talk about, I like to talk about the background, like the things that people don't see, like the fact that, like you said, you have to go to a commercial kitchen or you can't sell it. The fact that you had to Google probably how to do your accounting. Yeah. you know and all of those things a lot
0: of that is so expensive because i was like oh it just like crazy. pay someone on quickbooks to do it or i'll Oof. go through this other place to like be my bookkeeper and Bold it's like four hundred dollars a month i'm like I, no <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> like no <laughs> it's,
2: it's definitely cheaper to do it yourself yeah, yeah. it if you know definitely how. takes longer to learn how yeah to yeah. do it which pushes you back yeah. on what you need to do yeah
0: Luckily, I have some friends in Aiken, they own Solo Vino Wine Parlor. So I got to ask them a lot of stuff. They helped me get started, get a lot of supplies at the beginning, like salamis and stuff, which was great. Um, And then one of their friends that I went to college with did insurance and everything. So he did our insurance policy and like explained everything to me. And I was like, I'm so glad I have great people here to dumb all this down (laughs) for me. Because I was like, if you're like dying on the side of the road, I can help you. But if you're like... (laughs) what's a 401k, how do I do my taxes? And be like, good luck, see you later, (laughs) don't know.
1: (laughs) I'm just so impressed to hear all of this. And like the fact, so you're doing weddings now. How do you like the wedding industry? The wedding industry is a very um, specific industry. It could be a little bit fickle at times.
0: Yes, luckily it's been mostly showers, not as much. Mm, Very nice. Wedding venues. just like two weddings I think so far. It, I mean, it hasn't been terrible. Um, <laughs> our well, we haven't had like any bridezillas or anyone that's like controlling. Everyone's been really nice and great and just happy, which is awesome. The only like, I guess, horror story. It's not even a horror story. Um, when we were doing the Windsor Manor wedding, I was trying to get there early, and they're like, "Oh, well, we're gonna set you up outside." And I was like, well, I don't want to start now because it's going to be like in the sun. And they're like, well, the wedding's also going to be like 50 feet over there. So you're going to have to set up probably in. 30 minutes because all this other stuff's going on and then don't make any noise with your foil or plastic because like everyone's gonna be like praying and like saying their vows and I was like oh my god so me and Kristen are like slowly peeling back plastic and like slowly crumpling our foil and like putting in the trash and like oh, oh my god I remember I dropped like a jar of pickles and I was like please nobody looked. nobody did thank god somebody's car alarm went off and they saw that and said i was like thank god the sconyers people were there and they i was like peeling everything they're like why are you like going so slow i was like i'm scared to make noise they're like they probably can't hear you i was like i don't know the guy told me to like be really careful and this is my first wedding he's like it's okay yeah
2: <laughs> david david said it best weddings are fickle they can be they very are fickle. fickle david and i used to dj for weddings and oh really windsor Manor, beautiful then yes it is really beautiful um, Th- that being said, I mean, we didn't have to deal with sound setup. We were set up before the wedding yeah. was even started. We literally we could, dealt with yeah. sound setup, we, but uh, not with the sound. Right. We, yeah. we couldn't imagine having to set up while the ceremony is no. going. Yeah. Um, so that that's huge. I, I feel like y'all would be great for a cocktail hour. Oh, I um, would love that. Cocktail hour, just have a set rate for that. and People would die for that that's what yeah. i
0: thought it was going to be but they're <laughs> like no you're gonna be like the food's here and then this is here i was like so it's like both like is this cocktail hour they're like well kind of but we're also gonna put the barbecue it's just and food like,
1: it's just food that's sitting out all night yeah that's yeah. why i
0: was like if it's gonna be cocktail hour we should come like earlier maybe put right. inside they're like i don't know it's fine i was like okay like whatever you yeah. think so
1: and and so i have one i have one more question And that question is, so I've been eating this, this bacon jelly, which is just so unique and it tastes really crazy.
2: So good. Y'all should buy it.
1: (laughs) How do you choose what you're going to like? How do you choose what you're because this, this cheese, tomato, quiche, pizza pie. (laughs) You can name it that if you want. I will. I I don't need any credit.
0: David's quiche, tomato, pizza pie. Perfect. Perfect.
1: Like, how do you decide like? I'm doing weddings. Like I'm doing all these things. They love the cheese. They love the meats. Like I need a cheese tomato pizza pie quiche. Like how do you, how do you make the decision of like what things you want to, to add to what you're doing?
0: I wish I had a better answer other than sometimes I just get bored and think about stuff that I can try. <laughs> I mean, I've made a, quiche pizza pie aka a galette before but it's just been like <laughs> galette i'm galette. gonna forget that but it's okay ahead. don't worry about it
1: i'm gonna try
0: <laughs> i've made like sweet ones with like fruit and stuff like that Ooh. and then i really love tomato pie my friend whitney makes the best tomato pie and i was like Kay. i wonder if i could like fuse the two and i tried that and then i was like try to bacon jam like the one i brought to you, the bobby jones invitational yeah. i didn't make that one but I was like, man, I wish well, I could I don't make remember this. that
1: one like I'm going to remember this one.
0: Thank you. Thank you. But yeah, I just kind of dabbled around just see what would work and And is that the you know, same this? process
1: for like you have your specific cheese brands and stuff. You have your meats, I assume that like how did yeah. you learn all of this stuff about food?
0: A lot of reading and a lot of eating. <laughs> um I tried a lot so it was kind of hard because buying in bulk is very different than a lot of the things you can get at a good price like at the grocery store right so I would try all these little things you, can't, the just, grocery. you can't just try it yeah so I'd try the stuff at the grocery store and be like oh how much would it be if I bought like <laughs> take a picture if I bought like a huge like slab of this or I wouldn't be able to get a huge slab and it would just wouldn't make sense to buy little things so it was just trial and error reading um stuff like that a lot of uh, there's a lot of like cheese books there's like a
2: there's cheese books. She, there's
0: cheese there's cheese book.
1: People you heard it. What's the best Here cheese now. book? Or, you know, what what's what's a cheese there's book There's a you cheese really enjoy?
0: Bible. I like the cheese Bible. Are you and, kidding? and there's another Welcome one. Welcome to the
1: south. The cheese. Do you Bible. read about Jesus in oh. the cheese Bible?
0: <laughs> you know, that would be a really good addition. I'll have be. to let my friend's mom know about that one. <laughs> um, no, there's a cheese Bible that's really good. And There's another cheese book that I have and it it was weird cuz I was reading it and it was talking about how like in the you know, olden days, how they like found how to make cheese. And it was like kind of gross. They just like left stuff out (laughs) or they would like a baby cow would die or something. And they would like skin it and like use what they could. And they'd see like curds of cheese, like in their stomach because the stomach acid would curdle the milk and make these like this is so gross i'm sorry
2: <laughs> thank you
0: but this is like how and they're like oh my gosh this looks like the cheese we like leave out that curdles that we eat <laughs>
2: please it, put that in the intro of this episode
1: <laughs> <Marked>. <laughs> oh
0: gosh but yeah that's it's called rennet i think is like the as the oh ooh, it's stuff an official
1: that, type of cheese no it's like oh, the good. process thank of making the curdle but people okay, don't use like okay. i
0: don't think at least i didn't read that far if they use like baby cow I'm stomach happy, acid anymore
1: i'm happy that you Probably didn't not. read that far
0: yeah i'll do that tonight let you know
2: you know cheese usually doesn't bother my stomach (laughs) but it's bothering me now it
1: could be made in your stomach though that's what you didn't know you
0: know what it's a really good trivia question that could be asked and now you have the answer so you're welcome or we
1: could ask it yeah yeah that's gonna be the new question at the end of the show (laughs) where did the cheese curds come from (laughs) That's great. Dead baby cows. Okay, all right, moving on.
0: (laughs) Beautiful. (laughs) Love that.
1: (laughs) Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back to Tie the Bow with Becca Ledford from Salt and Savannah right here at Augusta Podcast Studio. But before we get back, I want to first of all take the opportunity to thank everybody who attended and supported Augusta Rocks 2. We will have a date and tickets available for Augusta Rocks 3.0. Very, very soon. It's going to be this winter, though, so you can go ahead and plan in advance for that show. Uh, It will also be raising money for the Salvation Army Center for Hope. We want to thank our friends, Tranner Gray, as well as our sponsors, uh, Nancy Powell from Powell Associates. We want to thank Augusta Plastics. We want to thank Augusta Staffing, as well as Stay Social, uh, Spa Blue, Laziza, and then Back Paddle Brewing as well. If you have any recommendations for bands or venues for future concerts, maybe they're bands that need more recommendation or have new music coming out, maybe it's a cool new venue that not enough people have been to, let us know. Uh, contact us on social media, Drop the Disc Podcast, and uh, you can send us an email, pod at gmail.com. So, uh, I mean, are we are we kind of getting close to this? I yeah. Mean, the only other thing I wanted to talk about was like the Augusta community.
2: Yeah, go ahead and ask.
1: Yeah. So, I uh, I want to talk about, I, I said this already, but the last thing I kind of like to try to bring things home before we bring things home.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You've mentioned the community a few times in, in kind of passing, talking about other questions. And you've mentioned support from the community. I I just want to encourage you to talk a little bit more about that and, and kind yeah. of share some experiences that, that may have helped you.
0: Well, I know personally if I see something that's local to Augusta and it just looks awesome I'm like I want to try it right and everybody here is like that so like we've had people Renee at Stay Social I mean she reached out and let us do a little like pop-up there Second City I mean Auntie Bam's Banana Pudding reached out to us and we kind of like swapped just to like try stuff out I mean it's just nice because everyone wants to support each other everyone wants to like let you try everything and I feel like everyone in this area gets really excited for new things too. Because yeah. I mean, like we are, I guess, the second biggest city in Georgia, but we're still a relatively small city like yeah. compared to Atlanta and yeah. other places.
1: So I feel like- Second biggest city in Texas, second biggest city in Georgia. A little yeah, yeah,
0: exactly. I feel like, you know, people get excited for new things. And that's like one of the beautiful things about having a small business here is everyone's going to be like full-fledged supporting you if you're, you know, doing it right and not being a rude person, obviously. But
1: Is there a world where you would just be- a charcuterist, and, and, <laughs> and not medical at all, uh, a charcuterist, trademark. I should put that desk. in my
0: um in my bio. Take it. Thank you. Thank <laughs> you. I traded the pie for this title. I appreciate that. The quiche pizza pie. Um, You know, people ask me that a lot, and I don't know. Like, It's a hard question. It is. I feel like I want to say yes, because I love it, and I love food, and I wish I could just wake up and just cook and eat and share food with everyone all the time, but... But I also I'm really passionate about taking care of people and like helping. I think like food is a way you could like take care of people in a way. But I like being there for people who are going through a really hard time or talking to somebody who may not understand what's going on, breaking things down for people. Because you know people did that for me, and like I want to be an advocate for people who can't take care of themselves or or in a vulnerable position, stuff like that. And I feel like that's like really important to like me as a person. It's like part mm-hmm. of my identity, and I don't think I ready to like get rid of that yet maybe in like 20 years I might get sick of it who knows but as for now I think I'm going to be a charcutress and a nurse slash nurse practitioner one day so
1: part-time charcutress, charcutress
0: yes, yes creator <laughs> of the chartini <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> all right <Great> name <laughs> uh so you know we've talked a lot about um cheese us today and correct the book of cheese and we've talked about the story and the journey of uh salt and savannah very, very cool story. Um, I think you're a true testament of uh, a lot of people that wanted to start something out of the pandemic and mm-hmm. made something very successful. In my opinion, I think it's very successful. People love it. Haven't heard any bad reviews. It's been awesome. Um,
1: the fact that she's even thought about being full-time and it's, it's been crazy. less than a year.
2: And she's about to be a nurse practitioner. is insane. Insane.
0: Oh, I wish. I said I that through,
2: through a mouth of meat. <laughs> yeah. I enjoyed that. um Yeah, that was a
0: great bite, by the way. Had it to was back away to not laugh.
2: <laughs> it was. Um, if we could name this episode Jesus, that'd be great. Jesus, <laughs> the Southern Jesus. Yes. But uh, you know, we ask every guest on the show one question, and it, it goes back to the the whole mission of the show: dropping the disc.
1: And that drop the disc question is presented by Trainer Gray.
2: Trainer Gray Media Group is an incredible team. We've got a lot of people on there, Tyler, Blaine Bailey, uh, Michael Fortino, Deegan, Cheek. She, look, there's so many people that are on this team, and I can't, Warren, I'm just gonna keep going. I We all had a great time at Augusta Rocks uh, this past week, and they came together, and they really helped us put on one heck
1: of a show. They are dropping the disc with us. We are partnered up here for this question, if you would like to see the work that they did for us, you can find that by looking at AugustaPodcast.com, and you can learn more about them at Um,
2: Moving to Augusta, I'm not sure if you heard that term, Disgusta.
1: Oh, yeah.
0: Okay. My first year here.
2: This is great, um, and I'm sure you heard it from locals, and this is why we do this, to tell these people in Augusta, people looking to move to Augusta, how Augusta is awesome and it's not disgusting, and this is why— and uh, we ask everybody on the show, "What is dropping the this disc?" This is not disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> it is. Thank not. you this so is, much. Geez, not disgu- <laughs> this is d- this is delightful. Um, but uh, <laughs> if if someone were to walk up to you and talk negatively about this city, or if you could go back and imagine that person telling you about disgusta, what would your response be to them today?
0: I think today I'd be like, "You need to just dig a little deeper. There's a lot of not so hidden gems here. I mean, I just if you." come in with the mindset that this is a bad place, then you're just going to fester that thought forever. You know, like right. if you're not going to explore and try new things and, go in the little divey places and find the hidden gems then you're not going to think it's not disgusting it's all like what you're going to put into it is what you're going to get out to it of it that's like with anything so if you're not going to explore what the city has and check out small businesses and its stores and the great restaurants we have then you're always going to think it's disgusting but you're also disgusting for having a closed mind if you ask me so there it is. Go try stuff.
1: It's <laughs> like spoken word right there. That's I love, that. Well done.
2: love it. Thank you. Thank you so much. And you know, we thank you, we didn't ask for this food, but we are so blessed about we do accept it. it. <laughs> yes, we, we we did accept it. It's been it's been eaten. I'm sure it'll be still eaten after we end this episode. Uh, but Becca,
1: thanks so much for being on the show. Yeah, thank you this for me. It's been a great conversation. Me. It's incredible. Yeah. Thank yeah, you. Yeah. This was. I an did awesome not time. know we could talk about cheese this long. By the right. way, right? I'm yeah. really impressed by all of us. I learned so, okay. a lot about how curd started. Becca, thank you so much for (laughs) being
0: here.
2: Before we end, tell us, tell all the uh, listeners how they can find you, the best way to contact you, and how to book an event.
0: My Instagram is salt underscore and underscore Savannah. And it's salt and Savannah on Facebook. We have, like, one YouTube video. It's not that exciting to watch it. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Watch the new ones that come and salt and Savannah on TikTok. um you can dm me my email is salt savannah 20 at gmail.com yeah so you can just shoot me an email dm me love that text me whatevs
1: virtual connections yes that's awesome thank you so much becca ledford salt and savannah is the company you can easily find it just put some underscores in there
0: yes
2: awesome thank you for
1: coming
0: thank you guys
1: And thank you for tuning in to this episode of the Drop the Disc Podcast. We really appreciate you spending your time listening to our show and helping support local leaders, business owners, and everybody trying to make a difference in this community. Stick around because Chris is about to have his segment around Augusta where he breaks down all the things going on and the things to know about what's going on in Augusta. Uh, If you think that you might want to make a difference in this community with something like a podcast podcast. I would highly recommend you checking out Augusta Podcast. Uh, that's how we produce this show and it's super easy to get in touch. There's a professional studio downtown for anybody to use as well as a really cool lounge space. Uh, you can learn more about that at AugustaPodcast.com and stay tuned because you can learn more about what's going on around Augusta with Chris in his new segment, starting now.
2: Hey guys, this is Chris with Around Augusta. There's a little opportunity for me to talk about what's going on in the city, new things that are coming to town. And quite honestly, there's two things that I want to talk about today. One, the Lamar building has been purchased. Mr. Pace Burt is a historical re- renovator, and he is going to create apartments, suites, and a fa- multi-family play. So basically, it's just no one knows really what it's going to be yet, except definitely people are going to be living in there. But hopefully they bring in some other cool things, maybe some restaurants on the bottom. Really use that space. (coughs) Excuse me. And the second thing that I have really cool is a new disc golf course is being put right downtown on the river. It's a 12-acre plot of land. And that's gonna turn into an awesome riverfront disc golf course. Super excited about that. And that's all I got for Around Augusta with Chris. I'll see y'all next week.